Hello, beautiful people. My name is Anastasia. Welcome back to the Mindfulness Broadcast. Today's, again, one of those impro episodes when I just was thinking about this topic for quite a long time and been reading different books and listening to different podcasts and I thought I need to talk about it as well, need to discuss it with with someone and I think it's time. Today we're going to talk about the happiness. I think the ultimate goal of lots of people is to be happy and the question that is raised a lot around that is how to be happy or how to maintain happiness, how to find happiness. What is happiness? Where does it come from? Do we cultivate that ourselves or we need to work hard to get it? Do we need to find someone who can make us happy? Do we need to create this little atmosphere around us that will just sustain the happiness? What is it? And I think the the topic is incredibly broad and at the same time, it's very, very simple. I will start with, I think, my own example, I guess, as as usual. I love putting my own example out there because I think it's very it's very personal and it kind of, you know, brings me down from oh someone who just like does the podcast to oh yeah, that's just a person just like me who's there living her life and trying to figure it out everything, you know, trying to to find the way how to make herself better, how, how to try to, you know, recognize different patterns in myself trying to actually crack the questions that I have about myself and um, I think I'm doing really well. However, there's still constant question I think everyone has pretty frequently is, am I happy enough? Or, you know, especially on the days when we feel a bit down, a bit upset, things don't go the way exactly how we want and we just think, oh my god, I just want to be happy. What is happiness? And I think happiness is a choice. That's the ultimate answer to this question. Happiness is a choice. We choose to be happy or we choose to be miserable. Yes, there are definitely some things that can make you happier, that can help you to achieve that state of of happiness, you know, randomly, um, even if you're not looking for it. Let's say you've met a friend that you weren't about to meet today and you feel happy or something happened at work and you feel happier or, you know, any other thing that could have happened to you that just (laughs) raised your dopamine level right up (laughs) and made you smile or gave you that warm feeling around your heart and, you know, spreading all over your chest and body. Everything like that, that's the happiness, right? So some things, they just happen and you just kind of think, think, oh yeah, well, this thing made me happier. But with some things, it's definitely a choice. And I think what we are missing, what lots of people are missing is trying to get our way out of that state of being miserable and choosing to be miserable, if that makes sense. Choosing to be sad, choosing to um, to get some things happen to us that don't make us happy. Although it's in our power to change things. And I think sometimes we just don't quite realize that. And I'll start with my own example. As I said, a couple of years ago, I started noticing that if anyone asks me how my day went, my first reaction was, oh, you know, okay, well, actually it wasn't great. And I was really focused on negative parts of the day. And even if I did not have any, 
And overall, I felt like the day went absolutely okay. I had to dig in, you know? And if someone said, let's say, someone asks me, how was your day? And I and I would say, oh, it, it was okay. This happened, that happened, but overall it was fine. If the person said to me, wow, that's pretty and sounds like you had a really good day, I would get annoyed and I would get upset. And the next thing I would try to do is to prove them wrong, is to basically tell them, no, you're not, well, yeah, it was fine, but then this happened, that happened. And I needed them to justify that mood and to say, oh, I'm really sorry you had a hard time. It happened. Now it happens less and less often. Sometimes it doesn't happen at all for pretty long time. But a couple of days ago, I've noticed that again when my husband came back home and he was like, how was your day with with our son? And actually, we had a brilliant day. Obviously, he's a toddler. He's two and a half. He's going to get, you know, moody and throw a tantrum or a meltdown. That is something that I would expect anyway and something that I cannot avoid anyway. So it does not affect the day, the mood, uh, my happiness overall. It's just, you know, these are the things that will happen. But for some reason, although I felt absolutely fine and then wait, well, as soon as he said that, as soon as he asked me that question, I felt this switch in my body, not just mentally, you know, preparing what to say in a negative way. I just felt how my body switched to this annoyance and anger. And I just was like, oh, you know, he was this and he was that. And Mel down said, oh, I'm so tired. And I just walked out of the room. And I needed about five minutes on my own. And then I came back down and I was like, you know what? Actually, we had a really good day. We had a brilliant day. We've done this, this and that. And I laughed about this and we hugged and we we ran around. We We had a great time. I don't know why I'm getting in that state again. I said, I guess I'm just being me. I'm just being, you know, I'm just turning these old, old patterns again. And he said, I know. He said, I know you and I know that your day went well. Well, I, I guess 90%, right? And I know you're just, you know, turning some of the patterns that you knew before, that you've used before right now. I've been thinking about that for a long time because the frequency of these reactions decrease significantly if we compare to let's say, a year or two years ago. However, they still exist, right? They still pop out. And what was in my case is that I grew up in drama. And for some reason, if my day didn't go that good, it was good to me because I'll get some attention, because I'll go to school and complain about my parents, about my yesterday evening and my friends would say, oh yeah, I also had a shitty day. And we kind of had something to talk about. We kind of were in the same state of, I would say, negative upbringing, a lot of time abusive. And that was like a support group. So if you come to school or to union, you just say, oh yeah, my evening was fine. You have nothing to talk about and you have no support. You have no attention. So in a way, this is the way to seek attention. This is the way to get that that little boost of what you've used to, right? And it's all about breaking the pattern. It's all about saying, you know what, actually forcing myself to get back to the reality, do the reality check and say, was it a bad day? No. No, you know what? It was a brilliant day. And I found it that it's my choice instead of just being moany and find, finding little things to complain about. Just admit the fact that, yes, it was a great day. I did thoroughly enjoy that. And stop there. 
don't let any of other habits, let's say, routine speeches that you have to go through and just bring you back down. And the more I practice that, the more I realize that now, most of the times I'm one of those people who say, yes, my day is great. How many people do you know that you ask the question, oh, how was your day? And they say, oh, okay. Or how are you? And they answer, oh, all right. Mm, could be better. Not too bad. Fine. And how many people you know who answer this question with, you know, fantastic, absolutely incredible, unbelievably great. Very well, thank you. I had an unbelievable week. This kind of stuff, right? Or how was your vacation? Uh, it was okay. It was warm. It was sunny. I've seen some things. Blah, 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 blah. All this instead of, wow, it was the most incredible time. I'll never forget and give you a couple of other things they just loved about it. I don't know that many people who actually don't say, I'm okay. I'm fine. It's all right. Not too bad. That's majority of people. So if 90% of their life they feel okay, or 90% of life they feel not too bad, what kind of choice do you think they make when it comes to happiness? Just think about it. It's not, I'm not here to judge anyone and say, oh my God, like poke the fingers on different people. No, it's just a little thing, I think, to reflect on. And I've been researching a lot and reading a lot about people distracting themselves a lot on purpose. We never stay still, we never stay quiet, we never in a we try to be in a present moment, as we say. And this comes to me as well when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so present most of the time. I'm um wow. I'm not. <laughs> if I think about it, there's barely any time in my days when I'm just here in silence. And there's literally almost never when I just sit doing nothing. Okay, I can meditate but I don't do it frequently, I probably I should start doing doing that again because I think it's a very good practice of reflecting of some, on some of your thoughts and emotions and choices. Because I think the more we run, the more we just shove the information in ourselves. Don't get me wrong, it's great to read books, listen to podcasts. I mean, I'm doing that in the hope that some people just come here and get something useful and it'll help someone. It's great, but at the same time, we just digest, 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 and we take and take and take and take and take. And I don't think we even have enough time to just stop and think what kind of choices I make in terms of happiness and what is happiness for me. Because a lot of people think, oh, as soon as I get the car, I'm going to be happy. Then they buy a car and they're not happy. As soon as I'm going to find relationships, I'm going to be happy. As soon as they get married, they're not happy. Oh, I need kids. And then my life's going to be better. They have a big family with three to six children and they're still not happy. I'm going to build a career and they're still not happy. So I think happiness starts as a choice from a teeny tiny little things as just reflecting on, on your day, just reflecting on now, right? Happiness is also a choice because same actually applies to pain sometimes. I've been stumbling upon this information for quite a while now that there is a physical pain and mental pain that we cannot avoid. Let's say you've been in a car accident, you fell off the bike, um, someone hit you, whatever it is, physical pain that just lasts a certain amount of time, right? And there can be a mental pain. You, you lost someone, your relationship has ended, you just had a fight. But this kind of pain is very limited. It's not going to last forever. But people 
as a conscious human beings, make it last. So instead of making a choice of stopping this pain where it actually finished, we then consciously or subconsciously make it last. We just, we just on the loop, keep it going, keep it going. And we bring memories back and we talk about this to other people and we moan about that. We keep talking about that to ourselves. We bring it back constantly. And this way we are making ourselves more unhappy. I know a few people that I consciously made a decision not to hang out with, which wasn't easy because of that loop. It's really hard to be around people that just don't see the light. Not even, you know, at the end of the tunnel, they don't see light at all. It's just they live in a room page black and you, you you give them, people keep giving them, the life keep giving them a torch, um, a flashlight, a light bulb, anything, right? To, to show that there is a light, life is good if you just look here and there. But no, they just don't need it. They throw it away, they break it apart, they just ignore it and they keep digging a hole and then looping themselves into it like in this state of unhappiness. And all you can hear about those people and from those people is just how bad their life is, how miserable they are, how, you know, there's tons of examples. And unfortunately, these people just make a choice to be unhappy. But then you hear from them, oh, I just want to be happy. No, you don't. I'm really sorry, but you don't. Because if you if you wanted to be happy, you would have made completely different choices. So I think self-awareness and self-discipline are quite a few things that people have to acquire on and just listening to more information, listening to more useful stuff. I mean, there's nothing bad about funny videos on TikTok and YouTube and all this content, movies and TV series that can bring us in a little bit of a zombie state to just relax and and disengage and turn off. That's obviously fine. Music or anything, right? But I think it's so important to read or find information in any other um, different uh, form of it, form and shape of it, that actually will make you ask yourself questions. Okay, how do I feel? What do I do? Oh, hang on. I I found this pattern. So when I do this, I do that. So probably if I start doing ABCD, I'm going to be much more happier. And what is the happiness for me? Why, if I'm not happy... What is it that I'm trying to find or achieve or make that I think is going to make me happy? And will it? I've heard one thing um, literally today, actually, in one of the podcasts when the woman was saying, instead of searching for your purpose constantly, nonstop, I think most of us do that a lot, including myself. Try to focus on the things that has to be done right now. Don't look in the future. Don't look 100,000 miles ahead. Look at around you right now. And what is there that you can make better. And you know what? I was like, actually, my house has been an absolute freaking mess for the past couple of days. <laughs> and uh, I've been saying I'm busy. Oh, that's fine. Oh, I have a cleaner that comes and help me every other week. Uh, I'm just gonna wait for her, blah, blah, blah. So I just got up and I just started, you know, hoovering and cleaning, washing the dishes. And I felt so much better. I've done some decluttering while I was on... um. Uh, listening to one of the things on my break, I, I just, you know, cleaned my phone from thousands of pictures and I felt so much better. I felt like a relief. And I thought, you know what? This is the moment of happiness. Yes, it's tiny. It's, it may be not significant at all, but there you go. It is what it is. I feel happier 
just because I made the space around me better, emptier, cleaner, more efficient. I feel better. And there are now hundreds of things, I think, (laughs) that I know I need to do around the house because I've been avoiding them. But then I've been thinking, oh, my, my purpose, my this, my that. I mean, it's still good to think about these things, right? That probably will make me even happier when I achieve them. But it is a good thing to focus on something, some things here and now. And I think the mindset, I mean, come on, that's what we are here to talk about, I guess. <laughs> but mindfulness just brings everything down. And I think sometimes it, it, we forget how to stop. We forget how to slow down. And yeah. That that's it for today. I came here to share this little wisdom, little thoughts that I had, and I hope they're gonna help you guys to just slow down and reflect on some of the things about how you see happiness and you know, even maybe again, make a list and just write things down. What do you think is gonna make you happy? And uh, you know, a couple of questions that you can ask for yourself. Thanks so much for joining this improv session. I will see you at the next episode. Have the greatest rest of the week. Yours, Anastasia. With love. Bye.